Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of True Chat, a community podcast, a made music production. I am your host, Joy of Joyful Sounds, and this is episode 11, titled Sustainability Part 2, where we will be revisiting rest of the conversation that took place between Julian Dawson and myself. I want to share with you all a snippet from a book entitled Spiritual Economics. I think it would be really advantageous for you all to get this book, to read this book. If not read it, listen to it. It breaks down what tithing is. It talks about economics and money from a spiritual standpoint which can pull us out of a lot of poverty situations and circumstances that we place ourselves in. It also talks about how we're actually doing that. In this conversation you'll hear Julian speak about what we value, uh, the significance of culture. What is it that we do value? He also brings up the real meaning of patriarchy. I'm going to give you Google's definition of patriarchy. And then we're going to move into the segment from spiritual economics. Google defines patriarchy as men in power, a form of social organization in which the father is the supreme authority in the family clan or tribe and descent is reckoned in the male line with the children belonging to the father's clan or tribe the men in power in a society the definition to matriarchy a woman who is the head of a family or tribe an older woman who is powerful within a family or organization the domineering matriarch how many of you all knew that that's what patriarchy was and understood that. Women, become curious. Let's go. You may be praying for increased supply, but the whole of God's substance is present as a prospering presence. Know this, and you are on the way to achieving prosperity. Now, while there is no limitation, there may be a consciousness of limitation. Thus, there may be many pockets of poverty in the world and countless victims of deprivation. However, the truth is, despite the appearance of great lack, in every area, in every human life, there is an infinite and eternal energy from which all things proceed. You may be far from knowing this at times. You might even be broke. But the allness of substance is present where you are, so you shouldn't be poor. There is no place in all the universe where substance is any more present or any less present than right where you are. Could there be a point on Earth where gravity has any more pull or any less pull than the point where you are? And also, though you can accumulate and store away material riches, 
there is no way that you can amass substance. In contrast to this, you could lose all your assets in a financial crisis, but you can never lack substance. A person who keeps conscious that the divine flow is ever centered within one has faith that limitless substance will find expression through him or her in the form of creative ideas, ingenuity, the will to work, and a security of work opportunities. It could be said that when you realize your relationship to the dynamic universe, you are forever in a field where you can drill for oil and bring in a gusher every time. Her, uh, her other book is called Field Notes from a Catastrophe, which talks about climate disaster. Climate. How, do you, how do you really feel, like, as we sit and we're talking about this, we're having a, a discussion, a conversation about it, because now I feel like it's not really about an interview. How do you feel about it? Like, I see how I'm looking around, people are listening, you all can't see. But if you look around his, the house, you can, to me, I can tell you how he feels. But I would really like, with, with what you know, how do you feel and what do you want to give to people, especially young people that you see, like the guys, the guys that I described on the corner? What would you say, if you can have them in a room, what would you say to them? What would you give them? around this thing. What, what we're talking about now, which is the catastrophe that is a result of the industrialization and the exponential use of fossil fuel energy and other resources on the planet to make a few thousand people multi-billionaires, which is European culture and behavior, it is, it is something that I've talked about since I built this house. I've had hundreds of groups through here of all ages talking about the unsustainability of this system. And the, the typical question that I always got is, as they looked at the house and the organic vegetable garden and whosoever, they said, so, so how much does it cost? <laughs> they say, how much does it cost? I love this house. How much does it cost? That's the first thing that comes up. That's the first thing that comes up every time. So, you know, we, we uh, talked about this when I met you. This is perfect. Like uh, Oscar Wilde said many years ago when he was alive, he said, these people know the price of everything and the value of nothing. So we... We've lost our sense of what you were talking about, which is our connection to the earth. So the notion of me having the, the, the brothers in the room telling them that the Europeans with their culture and behavior are taking the living ecosystem off the cliff, I, I'd, I'd get stares from them, like, 
What the F is he talking about? Man, F this shit. Let's get back out on the corner and get busy. Yes. So, do you feel like they are ignorantly a part of continuing continuously? Because this is how, if I had to describe who, um, like in a few words, Julian, if someone, if I'm talking to somebody, um, one of my, you know, peer or friend or somebody, I'm saying, tell me, like Julian, well, he's, he's bringing the truth through sustainability. He's showing how, he's bringing the truth through showing how the system and how we live is not sustainable. And it's tangible. You can see it. He, he can show and prove. That's how I would describe. That's who I would say who you are. So people have different platforms, different ways of showing. This it was another brother that I feel like, and he's he's young. Wait, he's younger than me. <laughs> and just the knowledge that he came to this planet with is just incredible. Uh, in such a short period of time, and his a lot of times he's he's in places where the stuff that he has, I will put him in front of the world so that the world can hear him. But he's not received like that. And I think about the things that people say they want. They want truth. Da 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 da. Regardless of what they're saying is you know that's very interesting you you said what most people want is the truth that's what that's what they say you I know what to say because people because it's not people <laughs> never say that to me people tell me they, they, they want i want that mercedes benz i want that big house i want the clothes i want that trip to europe imagine that people of african descent want to want to run to europe <laughs> all the time <laughs> Well, I guess I'm talking more about speaking more on a, a different generation, mm. maybe. So, so here's, here's what I can tell you about what I see about the young generation. So keep in mind, I, I grew up, I was born in 1950. So I, I, I grew to manhood in the 60s, early 70s. Back then, public housing was new. Right. All the, all the public housing up and down State Street and everywhere else was built in the late 50s, early 60s. Mm-hmm. The black families that moved into that public housing, for the most part, it was a husband or a father. Maybe they were married, maybe they weren't. Maybe it was common law. But there was a father, a mother, and children. Half the time, the father had a job. So... As I told you, the early 70s, and in fact, it's nothing that exists now didn't exist or exist five, 300 years ago. All of that existence is the same, mm-hmm. except the technology, the generations, the conditions of each generation, since things are changing so rapidly in this industrial system. In 1972, Richard Nixon said on his White House tapes, which he never thought would be public, but became public, he said, the problem with America is the blacks. The problem has always been us, right? But in 1972, as I told you, it was the war on us, the war on drugs. We are never going to let them behave this way again. Never. We're going to separate them by class. And to this very, in, in this era, I, I talk to middle class people, black people, 
middle class, upper middle class. I hate niggas. Oh, yeah. Dark is you, dark. One is a woman, too. She said, you know, I, I never thought I'd say this, but I can't stand it. So, let's, let's take you back to the, to the late 60s, early 70s. We, we had nuclear families in public housing. When, when we got split by class, people that could afford to leave the black reservation left. The people that remained were people that couldn't leave because they didn't have any resources. Yeah. Now you've had three or four generations of these people with no resources. By the time we got to that second generation, it was a woman with six kids, no father. Her, her mother was helping her raise those kids. By the time we got to that third or fourth generation, the kids were raising themselves. What does that mean for a human animal who is a cultural species, in a cultural species, when the children have to raise themselves in this beast? What does it turn them into? <laughs> well, we have. That's right. That's right. And I, I submit to you, Joy, that it was well understood by those that created those yes. conditions. That's what I want them to hear. Because it does not have to remain that way. When you know truth and when you hear it, what are you going to do with it? So if, by some chance, you could touch every young black brother and sister on this reservation, and say, this doesn't have to be this way. All right, where, do, where does that take us? To a mass movement, right? Next thing you know, there's gonna be a bullet in your head. I'm not worried about that. No, no. I, 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 <laughs> it is not about you. We're talking about the process. Okay. The bullet goes into your head. A few people stand up, bullets go into them, and everybody sits back, just like in the 70s. And everybody calms down. Did you, did, you, did you notice how quickly people calmed down after cities were burning? It happened really quickly, and I was so, but it, to me, it's happened a lot quickly, quicker than it did in the past. It did happen more quickly just the, the because resolve, of the circumstances. Right? <laughs> because of the circumstances. Because the economic collapse turned people into... Uh, Desperate yeah. conditions. I'm going to tell you what I call it. They, they created desperate conditions. And I say which this. Which continue to this moment. Yeah, I say this because I have not, and it's not like I'm, I'm looking for hard times, you know, but I feel like maybe I have a luxury of being able to say what I say um, until it's in my face and I'm dealing with it. But I do feel like a lot of people have become cowards or they're really trying to... Uh, change a system that ain't gonna change because it's not for you. <laughs> it's not meant. And so as long as you can keep doing it, I'm gonna keep finding ways for you to keep doing it. And we're gonna be on this merry-go-round. And I'm saying, yo, where's the backbone? And so what I'm really saying when I say I'm not worried about the bullet, 
is I'm saying, damn the bullet. I got a, a shield, and I got a bullet, too. Where we going with it is what I'm saying. I, that is not, that can't be it. You want to fight? My fight is way bigger than yours. When I really, at this point, on a spiritual level, I don't even need bullets. I got you. But, but, but see, all, all of this feeling inside of you is inside of you as an individual. So you'd like to see it inside of everybody around you. How does, how does one accomplish that? Finding them. Right now, I no, feel like uh, no. this, this being... You, I, I, could, I, could, I, could, I could take you out to Washington Park. Let's, let's imagine, since we're sitting here imagining, imagine I can get 50,000 of us all in the South Side. In Washington Park, we're going to give you a microphone so everybody can hear you. How, how would you imbue everybody there with, with the spirit? I would tell my story. You would tell your story. I guarantee you, everybody will go back home, start watching uh, Netflix, having a beer, arguing with their husband and wife, talking to their kids about school, uh, going out to play basketball. You, even, even, even in the 60s, there's this idea that the majority of black people were down with it. That, that's, that's not true at all. And that's what, that's what I know to be true. I believe that. And so it's here's, true. Here's, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. On top of all of that, because I know that that, that to be true through my story, I want to say stop talking all of the shit that we're talking. Individuals know who you are. Because at the end of the day, when you want to know, I think about the comment, ex excuse me again, but I think about the comment that, uh, that people are, that they are angry when they hear it, but I want the, uh, to see a, a deep, something deeper that Kanye West made, this, this rapper, rapper, oh, I, yeah, I about know. slavery being a choice. He, he's a confused, uh, Europeanized Negro. In that statement of what he said, for me, I want people to really become curious about it instead of trying to hang him. Because no, just no, like, no, but, but, this is what I mean. Like, what you just said, if yeah. I'm sitting there doing that, because I do way more before I got to this podium. I've done way more. So for me, nucleus, little circles. Little circles that I'll have, and I'll start with you. Just, just in, in showing love. Doing things in places where I know, and I'm reaching out to the people at the bottom, because ultimately you don't have a top without that. So like I said, this, this, this political system we have, if they didn't have what was going on on the streets, you could not have this type of system, the type of government we have. I know, I can see it. How come everybody else can't? Even in the movies that they show, when you show movies from back in the day, this is how it was created. This is how they got to that place. So why do you think that there would never be a connection there? There is a connection. But I'm saying, well, people don't get, you know, and all of these different judgments that happen, and you see the different roles that people have to play to make these things happen. So my thing is, maybe that's what you wanted then, because now you got the answer, but you're still doing this. You have the formula, but you're still choosing to do this. Why? You see what I'm saying? So my thing is, let's, let's, let's really take, take it all off here again. Well, well what, what, what you're saying is human beings have free will and choice. And then, again, so we, we still, this is what, we, we're tumbling back around and so, we're saying so the same. you tell me you believe in free will? Yes. Well, if something's a choice, that means I can sit back 
and I can say, okay, I can I can go along with this culture, or I can do something else. Mm -hmm. But humans are tribal animals. We're cultural animals. This notion of completely free will and choice, in my view, talking about the way I see reality, uh, is very limited. Uh, how did how did you come to be born out of your mother? That that day that you came out of her. How did what? I willed it? Huh? I willed it. Oh, so you you willed that to happen? Yeah. How? Are you, are you telling me that, that you were conscious of yourself before you were born? A will is a strong desire to want to be manifested, to want to be here, to want to be on the planet, and to want to do a certain thing. So are you telling me that, that you, you control your mother then? To, no, to make sure you that's not here? what I'm saying at um, all. For, for, for me, the truth, see, what, what, what you're saying is a belief. For me... It's a feeling. It's a belief. I've had because my beliefs, this yeah. is the, 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 the way I would say yeah. the difference comes from there were beliefs that I had. Yes. And there were so many things that have happened throughout my life away from, through my journey away from family. That have girded that belief. That, no, that made me drop beliefs, made me see what beliefs really are. They're a limitation because I've been shown, oh, that is just a belief you have and it's only true because you believe it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that was, but, that's but, how. But I'm trying to understand how you say you willed yourself to come out of your mother, to, to, to be born through your mother, even though you don't have any memory of it. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you say that that's not a belief because you, you can't possibly know that if you weren't conscious of it. Okay. Right. So therefore, you, you came at some point in your life to believe that. Okay. Yeah. My, my point of view is, I have no idea what reality is. What, why is planet Earth here in the first place? Why was I born to this particular woman at this particular moment in history? I don't know, but it happened. That I do know, it happened. And I know I was born, and I know I will die one day. When I die, what, what happens to consciousness? I don't know. Who, who or what created the universe? I don't know. Has it been here for infinity? What, what is infinity? I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable accepting as a human animal that there's, there are things in this vast universe beyond my comprehension. What I do know is that I was born into an English settler colony founded on genocide and slavery. That I know. And that most of us don't, don't even know. I mean, I really know. This is where we are, and this is why things are like they are. Uh, if, if we could imbue everybody with personal spirit that says I refuse to cooperate with this shit anymore that would be very powerful Have you, do you do you know anybody that, that works at Amazon 
Yeah. It's the biggest plantation on the planet. Plantation. Plantation. Everything you see in the white man's world outside of your own countries is plantation. It is. It started in the Caribbean, early 16th century. Plantation. And it exists to this very day. Now, the, these forces that we're talking about are beyond, you know, listen, to, to be honest with you, um, white America feels like they don't even need us anymore. In fact, they're, 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 yeah, they're too, they're, they're that too is feeling what they're showing. If we could just take all those motherfuckers and drown them, that would be perfect. The, uh, the, the, the little rioting that happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin, right? Yeah, where, where whites were killing whites. There was, uh, there was a sheriff up there. This was a couple months ago, a month ago. Actually got in front of a group of reporters on television. He said, you know, there were these three blacks that came to our shopping mall stealing. He said, we, we chased them. And he was angry. He said, what, what, what we need to do is to lock them up for life, all of them. Ten, any, any woman with 10 kids and 10 fathers, all of them need to be locked up forever to make us better. <laughs> now, now let me let me uh, just quickly expand that globally. So, last week, the, the U.S. Uh, flew six B-52H bombers. Do you know what a B-52 is? Uh, it's got to be a warplane. Yeah, it's a very large bomber. Uh, it can be outfitted with six to eighteen nuclear cruise missiles. Six on each wing, six in the bomb bay. So the, the U.S. flew six of those over to Europe for war games, and one of the uh, Trump administration people in the Department of Defense, I don't know if you're aware, it used to be called the Department of War, mm. but then they, they decided that was bad propaganda after World War II, so they changed it to the Department of Defense. He said, we're, you know, we're just showing that we can dominate any place on this planet at any moment. So for me, I don't need, in my lifetime, I don't need, and this wasn't even in my lifetime, I don't need any other example. After slavery, one, all right? Two, Wall Street, Black Wall Street, Yes. I don't need Tulsa. any other example. Tulsa like, and I just don't understand why other, why, uh, why any of us need anything else. Because to me, that was a prime example. Oh, okay, we got it. Oh, we we we, we got this. And look at what we. Not only that, we will teach you and take your. Sh you know what I'm saying? And so, what you do in return is what you just said. They bam, and we got rid of that. Now what? So my thing is. And even as I sit here, what, what am I going to do? What's my role? 
What's my role? Cause I know I said I, I don't I don't expect I don't expect anything. I don't expect for you to be anybody but who you are and who you've shown me to be until you show me to be somebody different. And in that, here's who I am. But here's who I am anyway. You know? And so that is what I'm saying. Okay, let's let's all be accountable. Don't close your eyes anymore. And stop pretending like you're closing your eyes for those that are doing that. I just, I'm tired, I'm, I'm really tired. Joy, <laughs> it sounds like you're expecting them to be somebody they aren't. That's, I guess that's what it is. It is, it is. It is not pretty at all, but <laughs> it's real. Believe me, we as human beings, we have to eat every day. We have to drink water every day. We have to defecate. We have to sleep. We have to raise our children right? every day. It's relentless. And to ask millions of people to stand up, put that to a side, and try to change this beast is a daunting task. Plus, the vast majority of them are brainwashed. Hence, they come in and look at this house, they, they listen to me say, the European is a savage, aggressive, dominating animal on the planet. They're, they're the predator. Everything else is the prey. The problem is it's unsustainable, it's collapsing. And they say, so, so how much did this cost? <laughs> should, should I expect them to be someone else so so here's the thing and I, and I get that but and people tell me all the time but it, it, it can't I can't not be who I am no but, and with that, just like you can't be you, you can't not be because you're still doing what you do you know what I mean you're still doing what you do and your consciousness and your level and and the people that are attracted to you come that's, right. that's what I am Which are uh, very few people so yeah. that's that's why I do what I do that's a big part of what I do what I do. So uh, I so appreciate you spending this time and sharing what you share. This is like, I love all of the conversations I've had and they I'm all sure become even more progressive. What you just gave is what we need to hear, is what we need to hear to, from at the end of the day, we all have to answer. And what we, what is it gonna be? What is it gonna be? And it's, and it's coming soon. I think about <laughs> When it's time for me to stop or slow down, then that's where it'll be. You know, it'll come. And I'm not, uh, it used to be a time where I was so concerned about that. A lot of the things that we talk about, even knowing, you know, I was listening to the sister today before I came here. Uh, a woman was like, you know, she remind me of you. You should, you should check her out. And her name is uh, Jaguar Wright, and she's a, a MC artist. Jaguar. Yeah, she was an MC. She was with uh, the Roots. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. She's been through her life story is, is horrendous. <laughs> yeah. And so she tells the story. She's moving through a lot of anger through herself, through different experiences. And I feel like I've gotten to a point where I was able to heal a lot of that, but it's still something there that needs to be said. And so yeah. in that, she's going around. Like, I get and I like the message that she has. She's talking about... 
the guy that was interviewing her was was telling her about what, you know oh you got all of this knowledge where does it come from why do you feel like this is a hard industry for women or this like and her thing was dude why are you acting brand new you a part of it too yeah you mean to sit here and tell me you have never allowed somebody that you know was on some shady shit to go by to get over or to make it or to come through for some reason you didn't allow that in what you do and so in that, it's about being accountable for what we're doing and stop like this other thing, this victim thing. I'm not, no, let's not, let's not play that game. Mm-hmm. Let's really talk about what it is. And if we're really about changing it, let's do it. So, of course, you know, one of the things we, we didn't talk about, Joy, another foundational principle of this culture, of European culture, is patriarchy, male over female. Mm-hmm. Yeah, patriarchy. That's a different way of saying because I've never seen or patriarch. People don't usually talk patriarch with male over female. Yeah, so there, there, there are two kinds of cultures. One is matriarchy. That's where the culture says women should be a little above men mm-hmm. in decision making. Mm-hmm. Then there, there, there are tribal cultures like that, and then there are cultures that are patriarchal where they say the, the man dominates, the woman is subservient. Man number one, woman number two. And then there are a few tribal cultures where men and women are equal. Which ones are those? Very very small tribal cultures. So, some in the, the, the Amazon, I'm sure some of the, some of the tribal cultures here are like that. Some in Europe, what, what most people don't know about history, Prior to these nation states, Germany, England, you know, the United Kingdom, France, Spain, there were thousands of tribes in Europe. Thousands of tribes. And through this, it turned into these nation states. Mm-hmm. If you pay attention, Spain has the Basque, the, 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 the Cantalone people, mm-hmm. they want their independence. It's been going on for centuries. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 they're different tribes that make up Germany. And of course we know they're different tribes that make up the United Kingdom. The United Kingdom, England, Ireland, Northern Ireland, Wales, <laughs> Scotland. Yeah, the United Kingdom. United under who? The English. And who's, who, who's, who's united under in, in Spain? The Spanish. Not the Cantalones, not the Basque, the Spanish. There are like five or six countries in the little little Western Europe. If you look at a globe, it's tiny compared to the world. (laughs) No savage, aggressive animals dominated the whole planet. living in one of their their beasts right now. Being the other, not white. And that's that's something we we adjust to all the time. Yeah. You know at times I, I, I call this this is a this country is a it's a sea of damaged life. You know, I'm the, I'm the perfect uh, example 
of what the European has done is clearly. I, I had one of those DNA tests. 39% West African. Uh, 59% European. 0.3% Asian. I even got some indigenous American in it. So I mean, I'm just, I got genes from all the places they dominated are running through my veins. You, you will talk quickly, though, about uh, a sister that has a voice about what's happening on the Black Reservation. This, this is a sister I know. Her name is Layla Wills. She is addressing, I don't know if you listened to 107.5, 92.3? Mm-hmm. Murder, hate, shootings, black death, 24 hours a day. The feds and Chicago radio stations, 107.5, 92.3. She, she, she's saying, why in the fuck does the FCC allow these two radio stations to broadcast gang rap on a regular basis? But if this was a white station in a white community, they'd shut it down. Her paper's online, too. She say, I say whatever I want. That's right. And it's a thing, like this thing with women now, it's, it's, it's an era that we, especially black women, I, I so, my, 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 my true goal is to lift the lowest black woman, is to lift her, because uh, my truth is that it will begin, it began and it will end with us. Listen, women, one, one, one sister who I love very deeply in my youth, we, we became good friends. She, she said something to me once which always stayed with me. Women carry the culture. Men, men defend it and women carry it. Yeah, it's, it's so like we look around, it's in everything we do. It's in everything we do that lives. It's in the plants. When you think about, like, that's yes. why I love the marijuana plant. Because to me, I feel like, even, like if we, we misuse it, but if you look at it, it's a simple plant. A simple plant that just show you your life. How the male and female works together to produce a healing, something new that heals the community. You can use it, and it doesn't have, it, it, and each one of them has a role. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the, I the, the female seed, which gives you this, has this, you know, this this thing that it does. It takes you high. But the male who, the male seed plants and gives a nourishing, a type of healing to that, changes it and brings something totally different into the game that's so necessary. It's the other half of our world. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, how y'all don't see this? You smoke it, you do, you don't see it, you're not feeling it. You're feeling it, but you don't know what you're feeling. You're not even getting it. I know we all have this. We all have this. How I turn yours on? How do I get you to see this? Because I think it's as simple as just as quick as everybody who put on masks. It can be just, that's my belief. That's what I feel going through. See, this is is also what I believe, Joy, you have to understand. You're you're different than most people. Most of us, are enculturated by the European 
back in the age of enlightenment. This is, this is when the, the European decide, made a terrible decision, in my view. Most tribal human beings believed, just like you're speaking, that we belong to the earth. We belong to Mother Earth. To, to me, that's obvious. Right? Isn't it obvious? Mm -hmm. Age of enlightenment. The European decided they didn't belong to the Earth. The Earth belonged to them. They could do whatever they wanted to it. And you can, you can see that happening, right? Mm -hmm. you know, they're poisoning everything for profit. We've been acculturated into a culture that believes the Earth belongs to us. You know, you got one of the stars, 50 Cents, who's a Republican, with his, his hit album, Get Rich or Die Trying. <laughs> so I, I would encourage you not to lose your, your spirit. Thank you. Thank you. And on that note, you all, we're out. Another great conversation with awesome info. When you hear things like that, how does that make you feel? To know you're around that level of hate and still function is out of this world. It's either ignorance or the will to evolve into something greater by facing your fears. But do we conquer it by becoming it? Look at the things that truly influence our lives on a trillion micro levels that we usually take for granted, like music, movies, entertainment in general. What percentage are you escaping reality through different forms of entertainment? And while you're doing that, your enemy is killing you softly. What does that reflection show you about yourself? Let's really get curious. Black folk, are we really down? Do we really want change? Or are we not? Actions speak louder than words. As we're killing each other, for whatever reasons at this point, while we're at risk, it doesn't seem like that's what you want. Actions speak louder than words. And on that note, I'd like to thank all my supporters and my sponsors. I am Joy, your host, signing off and out. Yeah, source energy. Feels my being for me choked in the throat. A reason for living. It is like even when I might see adversity penetrating my communities, creating perceptions that we need to be freed. So it's energy. Yeah.